Hello, it's time to build your empire. Sophie Zolman, owner and founder of Sophie Zoe Virtually There For You, is sharing the secrets to building a better business and taking back your time. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to Building Your Empire with Sophie Zoe. I'm so glad you're here today because we're beginning our three-part series on when to say no. Knowing when to say no is really hard for business owners. We are programmed to say yes. We're trying to build our business, bring in new clients, take on more projects, and we feel like we have to say yes to everything to make that happen. And sure, when you're just starting out, it does make sense to say yes whenever you can. You're trying to build your client list and your body of work, and you're going to say yes as often as possible. But as your company grows, there will come a point when that is no longer a sustainable way to do business. You won't be able to say yes to everything that comes your way without sacrificing your personal time and well-being. And that's why we're here today. We're going to talk about when you can and should say no and how to do it without sacrificing your business. If you've struggled with saying no in the past, this one's for you. Let's start by talking about some situations where you should absolutely say no to new projects or even new clients. This one might be pretty obvious. If you are already overcommitted, exhausted, and approaching burnout, you need to say no. If you take on more work, how are you going to get it done? Unless you've got a magic spell that adds more hours to the day or helpful elves that will complete your work while you sleep, you aren't going to be able to get the job done. It's far better to turn down a potential assignment than to accept it and not be able to complete it or not be able to produce work that's up to your high standards. When you take on too much, your work suffers, you're stretched too thin, and you'll find yourself missing deadlines, making mistakes, and ultimately harming your business's reputation. You should also say no to projects that conflict with your values. I've told you that more and more customers are demanding that their favorite brands take a stance on major social issues. If you've done that, you need to follow up by only working with clients that are aligned with your values. Think about it. If you've established your business as a big supporter of animal rights, you probably don't want to pair with a client that's known for his love of big game hunting. Your loyal customer base will not be pleased to see your brand associated with a guy whose profile picture shows him standing by the rhino he just shot. It's not worth risking your loyal long-term customers for one potential project. Think about the big picture and how each new opportunity can benefit your business. One of the most important things to think about when you're considering a new opportunity is whether or not this project will help you reach your goals for your business. You know what you want to achieve and you know where your current priorities stand and your priorities matter. Don't let your goals be sidelined by the priorities of others. If you're constantly chasing the next offer, you run the risk of getting distracted and sidetracked and that's no way to run your business. You started your company so you could do meaningful work that you love and you shouldn't give that up in pursuit of more customers. When you've got an opportunity on the table, evaluate it to see if it's truly worth your while. Is it interesting, engaging, or exciting? Does it fit in among your current responsibilities? Is the scale and scope of the project feasible? If the answer to all those questions is yes, then go for it. But if you're hitting some roadblocks, it might be time to say no. The truth is, you won't love every project. And you won't love every client, but sometimes it's worth it. Maybe you take on a client that's a bit of a pain in the ass, but they have awesome connections with people you'd love to work with. So it's worth it because it helps you accomplish your goal of expanding your client base. 
Or maybe the project isn't all that exciting, but it's short and it pays well. So you decide to take it because it builds your body of work and you won't have to be bored long. Those are all valid reasons to say yes, but it doesn't mean you have to say yes. If a client is so much hassle that the sight of their name in your inbox fills you with dread, that might not be worth your time. If you're gonna have to spend a ton of your valuable time on a project that doesn't do much to advance your business, pass on it. You need to know your worth. Your time and resources are limited. It doesn't make sense to waste them on projects that don't bring the biggest returns. Which brings us to one of the biggest challenges business owners face, how to say no without hurting your business. Listen, I get it. It's scary to say no. What if you turn down a client and miss a huge opportunity that could have changed your business forever? First of all, that's not likely. Very rarely do we face true make it or break it choices like that. If things don't work out with one potential client, others will come along. But there are ways to say no while keeping the door open to future possibilities. When you have to pass on a project, explain why. Don't grovel or be overly apologetic. Just explain the situation. All you have to say is, thank you so much for considering us. Unfortunately, we are booked out for the next several months and wouldn't be able to give your project the attention it deserves, but we'd love to talk to you again in the future. If you've got a colleague you could recommend who might be able to help them, go ahead and give that referral. The client will appreciate both your honesty and your assistance, and your colleague will appreciate the lead and likely return the favor down the road. You can also offer help on a smaller scale. If I had a client that wanted a weekly blog, but I knew my copywriter couldn't take it on, I could offer to sit down for a topic brainstorming session or offer editing services instead. Sure, that client might choose to go elsewhere, but they'll understand that we want to be as helpful as we possibly can without compromising our quality of work. And that could be the thing that brings them back the next time they have a project. Saying no this time doesn't mean that you'll never get another chance to work with that client in the future. You simply have to be honest, be firm, and offer help where you can. And don't forget to include your team in your decisions. They have a vested interest in your business and you want to keep them happy. If you'd like to take on a new assignment, but you know your team is short on time, talk to them before you make the call. There is nothing worse than an overworked, unhappy team. If you want to keep your business growing and thriving, you've got to keep your people happy. It's far better to pass on a project here and there than to put your entire team into overwhelm and burnout. Now that you know when to say no and how to say no, it's time to practice. There's no shame in that. Most of us are programmed to say yes and keep clients happy. If you know that saying no doesn't come easy to you, you need to practice until it does. A wishy-washy mousy no often sounds like maybe to a pushy client. You might find yourself being pushed to take on more than you know would be good for you and your business. Get in front of that bathroom mirror and practice your polite, but firm, no. Test it out on a friend or family member. Do whatever it takes to stand strong and say no with zero regrets. At the end of the day, you have to do what's best for you, your team, and your business. And sometimes the best thing you can do is say no. Okay, so that about wraps it up for today. I'd love to hear about some of the times you've known it was time to say no. What prompted the decision? How did you feel about it? How did it affect your business? Please share your stories. I think we all benefit when we realize that it really is okay to say no. 
So I'd love it if you'd share your experience with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you'll come back next week because we're going to dive into part two of know when to say no. And we're talking about saying no to clients. Sometimes you have to cut ties with a client and that's never easy. So I'll be sharing my tips for recognizing when it's time to end a relationship and how to do it without burning bridges. It's going to be a great discussion and I wouldn't want you to miss it. So why don't you go ahead and subscribe while you're here? That's it. Have a great week and I look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Building Your Empire. For more tips on business building and living your best life, check out our website at sophiezo.com or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Have a great day.